Wake up, time to shop. Welcome to Gearheads, a podcast where we talk about every single Richard Gear movie and beyonds. <laughs> I'm Sarah, one of your hosts. I'm the other one, Elise. Yeah, and we're here uh, today. We're going to get into final analysis in a bit, but um, first of all, how you doing, Elise? Well, I'm a lot better since I remembered that I bought treats from Muji yesterday. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to try not to audibly snack on those. But uh, be, I'm, they're right next to you. They're right at your fingertips. Oh, they are. <gasps> what a good noise. ASMR. <laughs> um, but I'm okay. Besides Elise that. Elise had extreme willpower at Muji yesterday, passing up on some linen goods. It was so hard. I'm a saint. She is. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> no. I have just been out of control online shopping lately because it's what I do when I'm feeling out of control in other ways <laughs> and so i was trying really hard not to buy more things but it's hard it's really really hard I'm just a little capitalist baby <laughs> goo goo gaga ka-ching uh how are you doing i'm good um yeah i don't have muji snacks anymore um did you what did you get the wafers just really just good. the one thing of wafers i also got marshmallows but those are for my mom what flavor so. of wafers did you get i think the same ones as you hazelnut creme yeah yeah <laughs> cool hazelnut creme creme de la creme <laughs> do you know what i think i want to write here the phrase creme de la creme mm. it's um aristocats <laughs> i've never seen aristocats things ah that's right someone someone was going off recently about how it shouldn't even be a movie anymore why it's something that we watch um because it's a little well it's disney racist um they oh. have some like stereotypes in the cats um such as the siamese cats as ah. you can imagine what that would look like oh, in okay. Disney's world <laughs> okay okay but yeah. i knew i knew it that's why i've never seen it i knew <laughs> you were so good we had a vhs player in our van and my little oh. sister would insist on um watching a movie anytime we got in the car and for like a year we only had aristocats as the vhs in the car and so like we would go in places but like it was like 10 minutes 20 minutes away and so we only like watched the first 10 or 20 minutes of aristocats we could never like we'd just restart it every time and so like i've seen the first 10 or 20 minutes of that like probably 200 times that's not an exaggeration that's like, like me and um polar express Oh. One summer, I was like a baby. I don't know what's worse. Like every five days a week, I went and babysat this kid just every like from eight to noon, and almost every day he wanted to watch Polar Express, but he got lost interest forty minutes into it. So I've seen that a lot. I've never <laughs> seen the whole thing, <laughs> and I never you don't know how it to. ends. Hot, hot, hot. I hate it. I hate there's it. like one really I've only seen it like maybe partially once, but there's like a really annoying kid, right? Like on the train. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. The animation is just creepy. Tom Hanks it's is not... like doing weird voice. I mm -mm. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Fever dream. Not part of my Christmas canon. <laughs> um, Elise, I'm really excited to talk about this movie. Are you? Me too. I am. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm going to read the synopsis. We don't yeah. have to talk about it yet. I feel like we normally shoot the breeze a lot more, but That's I have no, I'm a boring. I mean, normally <laughs> we shoot the breeze too much, honestly. So sure. <laughs> this is probably. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we'll get on tangents. Oh, that's along true. The way. Um, did you, how did you? What did you think of the movie? Just general impressions. Um, I was very. <laughs> I was. I was very tickled. <laughs> yes. It's a fun one to watch. It's like I was I thought I was like I I know. I know what's going on here. I know, and then I was like uh, 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 uh. and then I gasped audibly at one of the switches toward the end. Oh, that's so fun. Um I'll let you guess or I can tell you along the way when it happened, but um and yeah, it was just it was a good movie. I I'm excited. I hope I I'm sure you have some stats on like how well it did and whatnot, but like I hope it did well cuz I thought it was a very good movie. I think it's I think it's fun, but doesn't totally like it has like a like a um, fifty three or something on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think mm. that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, it's it's super fun to watch, and I love this is like my favorite genre of movie. It's like yeah, trying so hard to be a Hitchcock movie, and it's like there's, <laughs> there's a lot of homages to Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. It basically is ripping off Vertigo in a million different ways. But like, I love that. That's my yeah. favorite movies of all time are Hitchcock movies. So it was just like, it's just so fun. I think one of the things I also liked about it is there was like not thirty characters. That's so true. Like, there was one detective, one yeah. lawyer. <laughs> That's true. Literally <laughs> one, only one detective, one coworker. Yeah, like, and then two ladies and one bad. Like, it was just like. Oh, I was like, okay, I can do this because, like, I feel like a lot of the movies we've been watching lately are like, wait, who is this guy? Yeah, like, that's true. And like, the and plot there's five was, people that look like him. Yeah, the plot was pretty complicated, but it, would, yeah, the characters were simple enough that it's like we can kind of hold on ah, here because detective. Yes, <laughs> like they didn't need to have names. It could have just been like nope. best friend. It's like a Richard detective. Scary book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like a Richard Scary book because it was oh. a scary. Oh. um let me read the synopsis of it that's a new thing i should have been doing the whole time this is just from imdb a psychiatrist becomes romantically involved with the sister of one of his patients but the influence of her controlling gangster husband threatens to destroy them both that's a interesting synopsis i like that puts more it it gives him a bigger part but maybe it's so it doesn't give anything away that's true that's very true because there is a lot to give away. And like the first, like when the movie hits, it hits a point where you're like, this could be the end of the movie. And then you're like, oh, the movie's yeah. only, if we're only an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I did, I like looked and I was like, is this, cause I, I just looked at the little loading bar and I was like, is the bar off? Cause like, it looks like we're only halfway through, but this is all done. I'm yeah. Like, it's, I mean, in uh, the middle uh, there, uh, there's like a law and order so episode. Fast. Yeah. Ooh. I'm crunching. Good, I forgot. That was a good crunch. <laughs> I got carried away. Also, this is a great sweatshirt you have on. Well, thanks. It's, uh, it's from my my uh, alma mater. Oh, nice. They do not nice. normally, that's not a thing in UK universities, but because they knew they have a lot of American students, they did have a section of their gift shop oh, that have like. So, okay, give them a slap University of logo on a stupid exactly. piece it of clothing. It says established 1451. <laughs> so cool so cool i don't think i had a sweatshirt of the college i went to um and it was like an old school cool Ooh, what one. college did you go to oh just a uh, idaho and uh you went to idaho uh-huh yeah okay. I went university, to university of idaho? in idaho oh, oh. yeah university in idaho. where is that mm-hmm. 
uh it's like in southern like it's like not like it's like in southern idaho it's like not a a lot have you been to quarter lake (laughs) a lot of nazis there (laughs) sure do anyway (laughs) um so oh anyway i like kept it around for a long time and then i just i think i was like i'm never going to wear this Yeah. Like I have so, nothing. I have no articles of clothing. The only merch I have from our shared undergraduate university is the really awful gym shorts. Oh yeah. But that sometimes said it's your really, size on them. Yeah. Sometimes like on the outside of them. Sometimes it's really comfy to wear an awful pair of basketball shorts. Yeah, it really is. I remember one time someone complained about that. They were like and they're like, Oh, but they do it the opposite. So like a size ten is like the small and then like a size two is like really really large so like it like makes it so like people like don't realize like how big the size i'm like no we all know though it doesn't we, matter all know. we all know what huh huh that's stupid. nonsense that's stupid okay um <laughs> yeah anyway anyway <laughs> so i i want to say that the cover art for this because when i was going through hbo max um which i don't like to say i like hbo go yeah it's- hbo max does make it sound like it's like the adult yeah i saw somebody tweeted yesterday i'm an hbo maxinista (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm trying to reference tweets less and it's not going well same with tiktok tweets and tiktok it's impossible that's all i do um oh speaking of twitter i did have a tweet go viral this week which was interesting that happened while we were recording the last one oh my gosh it did yeah so just for the final count um it's at 3.5 million million (laughs) 3.5 million views and I gained, I gained 150 followers. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, I lost two after I tweeted my last tweet. <laughs> so I'm sure that that will just keep happening. <laughs> I said, a shoehorn, but for sports bras, please. That's, and then that immediately so good, I lost I two out followers. I saw that one. <laughs> so anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. Talking about Twitter less. Impossible. Also, the Harrison Ford. I know that was on TikTok, but we saw it on Twitter. The Harrison Ford, David Blaine. <laughs> Man, I love him. Get Harrison Ford, not David Blaine. <laughs> what? A- Man, I love David Blaine. Out of those two, <laughs> which one was Elise talking about? It's honestly, it could go either way. We know it's well documented. David My Blaine is scary is to me. At best. <laughs> David, David Blaine, is, Blaine scary. is a scary person. I don't want to be near him i like the running gag in 30 rock where jenna he's like her ex (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) it's perfect okay the cover art on hbo max it switched like three times in between selecting it from the main menu and then it took you to like the thing and it was like here it is and it was a different cover art and then when i hit play it was like a different cover art and i was like but all three It has him at 25 degree angle over a woman with his lips agape. Like he is <laughs> yeah, at that main angle. <laughs> cover is very steamy. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, I don't mind looking at it. I'm going to say <laughs> it's like a romance novel. Yeah. It's, um, it's very much a romance novel. He's got a great profile. His hair looks like a his Greek hair statue. So much better in that picture than it does in, than a, it did a in the movie. Scene in the movie. <laughs> Bad hair. Bad also, hair. I kept like being like, "Is your neck hot? Like your neck must be hot." <laughs> yeah, hot neck. Because he's got very thick hair, and it's just like on the neck. Oh, this is this is one of those movies that they just made a ton of in the eighties and nineties, where it's like mm-hmm. adult R-rated 
erotic thrillers and I yeah. love them. They're so fun. God bless them. God for... bless them. They don't make them anymore. Not really. They really don't. I'm trying to think. No. <laughs> she Can't just did one. a calculation. She just looked in her head at every <laughs> movie that's been made in the last 10 years. Because, you know, I am really good at knowing movies that came out and are coming out. Very good at that. It's <laughs> kind of your thing. Um, It starts off with uh, Uma Thurman, who is named okay. Diane. Sorry uh, to oh, do this ahead. literally every time you want to start with a plot point. I'm like, yeah, but I have things before that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, sorry. Okay, the beginning music and visuals, extremely oh, the spotlights. Hitchcock-y. And the music yeah. dramatic, and it's just all very, very vertigo <clears throat> all that stuff. And also the visuals, it, like it's like a weird, it's like spotlight on like flowers, the ocean, yeah, Golden Gate Bridge, nudies, like a, like there's like <laughs> sex happening, a gun, yeah, it's very funny. Um, and it's like it's very much like okay, is this all stuff that's gonna be happening in the movie? Like, yes, and it is, is, but it is, yes. Um, also I noticed in the credits that Richard was one of the executive producers him and a woman whose name i can't remember sorry woman Mm, doesn't matter (laughs) women don't matter um so yeah this so that's interesting wow that's cool (laughs) that is interesting is this the first time that he was executive producer or like had a part in a film that he was making that's a good question should look into that also this is the beginning of a slew of movies rated right around six out of ten on imdb like he just really does a big batch of mediocres and this is this section of his career is the reason i wanted to do this podcast because they're just so sweet i love them so much i love them this is what we have been gearing up for gearing up for oh yes (laughs) yes okay anyways so you uma thurman you were you were saying um okay so it starts off with um her on the therapist couch richard gear as a therapist um and i just wrote at least i can see you faking a lot to be on that couch <laughs> i wrote this is why i only go to women therapists because i would fall deeply in love with any <laughs> good-looking man who listened yeah to me like if he was paying attention yeah asking me questions about myself like oh and like trying to help me i would try to marry him like i would it would yeah. be absolutely not this is why I can only go to it's like over. middle-aged yeah. to old ladies. <laughs> yep. Got to be but, careful. I mean, there. how do people um, do that? I mean, she does. She does kind of have a crush on him, obviously. Do people yeah. are people able to not get crushes? I just like literally don't understand. <laughs> also, I mean, I trust men's judgment way less than I trust women's judgment. Yeah. There's that too. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Like would you um, get a crush on a therapist? I'm trying to think. I like truly I know. I just truly feel like I am mostly asexual since, like, seriously dating Yogi. <laughs> and, like, but, like, I... You're just like, not interested in other people. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Like, but I used to be, like, real just, like, <laughs> like, looking around like that. That's a really and, like, good impression of me. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, I, will I guess. Say when like, I'm... in high school, oh my gosh, I had a crush on every single one of my male teachers. Oh, like, yeah, me too. And when I'm like, in a relationship, yeah. I'm not so much like that. Yeah, I think so. that that's part of it. Like, I think that that might be, I don't know, hard to say. but Single and ready to mingle. Single and therapist. <laughs> you're almost vaxxed and ready for sex. <laughs> With my therapist. <laughs> um, it's like fortune so... cookies where you add in bed to the end yeah. of it. I'm going to start adding with my therapist. With my therapist. <laughs> um, this woman is talking about like her struggles. She is like, you know, meant to come off as like kind of 
coming undone a little unhinged which she was explaining this thing with the oven and i was like i have done that i do that a lot <laughs> just to check the oven a bunch before she yeah she's like i checked it eight times and i was like i literally drove across the west seattle bridge twice i actually thought once. of you when she was describing yeah. this part <laughs> and i was just like i was like yeah i get that i was like oh no <laughs> this is like supposed to be like a this is a real problem <laughs> cool, does did i just get diagnosed by a richard gear movie <laughs> wow um she is repeatedly describing this dream. She describes it several times throughout where it's like she's arranging flowers and there's three types of flowers. And she kind of like, she's like very like flirtatious and like, I don't know. And like, she's like, is that because it means sex? And like, yeah, like what? Not everything has to be about sex therapist. Like you brought that up. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I feel like in some parts of the movie, like by the end, I was like, oh, she's really good. But in this beginning scene, I'm like, this is not Uma's best work. Yeah. Yeah. um she looks so young she looks so young she's so beautiful yeah like, she's very pretty fresh-faced little yeah. flower she asks him to talk to her sister um yeah she just starts being like i think you should talk to my sister and really pushing yeah. it and he's like and like talk about like my family issues and, like find out like what's going on yeah he's like okay i don't really normally do that but whatever so then we cut to him testifying in court mm-hmm. he has a his best friend okay his name is isaac by the way mm-hmm. his okay, friend called him you. ike his best friend's name is mike they are mike and ike mike and ike <laughs> so his best friend is a defense attorney mm-hmm. um and he has isaac testify in court for a guy named pepe, pepe. but they keep calling him like Peppy. Peepee. <laughs> they call him Girl Peppy. poopy and boy poopy. <laughs> they call him boy peppy. Um, <laughs> so anyways, he testifies in court. And from that, we learn that he not only has his own practice and like a nice place, but he is a hospital bigwig. Like he mm-hmm. is like the head of some division at some hospital. <laughs> yeah. He's like well-respected in the therapist community. Yes. My next bullet point was just bad hair. I wrote hair is too long, right? Too here. long. They could have done. If it'd be fine if they would swoop it to the side, swoop it yeah, to the side, always bad. swoop it. But it was just like had this weird little part in the middle, much like I, <laughs> as I did like that. Your I was right. outlining my Earlier... own parted bangs. <laughs> yeah, she was just outlining her own hair right now. <laughs> Earlier, she was talking about how it looks like a Bronte sister's hair. Yeah, because of the headphones, Bronte but energy. Yeah. <laughs> big bronte kind energy. of always have bronte energy honestly but like maybe the one brother that went insane mm. that's my energy um, the detective i was so excited because i was like oh, he's in community he's in the later seasons of community he he's like a tech guy who like lives in the rv he's like in the last two seasons i don't um, think i've ever seen the last two seasons oh okay and i was always just like because i was like i know that he's probably been in stuff but not anything i've seen and i never bothered to look him up on imdb to see like and then he popped in here i was like that's him he's a miss that's awesome yeah well mike the best friend is from csi (gasps) that's where he's from okay because i was okay okay yeah he also had really bad hair just like little tiny wispy bangs again my bangs got wispy as i was saying that (laughs) but at one point he's in court and he slicks his hair back and it is way better yeah yeah but there's just a lot of a lot of bangs in this movie bad hair i mean yeah 1992 yeah 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 (laughs) tough time 1980 
was mm-hmm. my package glow, right? And I love you thought his hair was too poofy, but I thought his hair was perfect in that because now it's like that's been long enough that it's come back around. But I feel like 1992, a lot of fashions have come back, but mm-hmm. I don't think the hair has they totally did it come right. Back. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. So what he testifies is that Pepe went temporarily insane for whatever crime mm-hmm. he did. I can't remember what it was. And they're like, okay, so what do you think? And he's like, well, he can't go to a state hospital because it basically is like a death trap. So mm-hmm. I think he needs to be treated. And they were, and they're like, well, who? And he's like, I'll do it for free. And they're like, wow. And so then he's like, okay, because he's like, he's not dangerous. He's like big heart, yeah, he's got a big heart. So he, he's gonna help out Pepe. Um, again, I wrote, the, <laughs> I wrote the bullet point worst hair. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't realize I was writing out, it so much. Like you're just doodling in your nose, like bad hair, ugly hair, gross yeah. hair. Um, they meet up, they have a little interaction with the detective who's just like hates them. Basically. Yeah. I think detectives, at least from TV and movies I've seen, detectives don't tend to love defense attorneys. Yeah. Which makes sense because yeah. detectives are usually trying to prosecute. It's a big source of contention on Law and Order all the time. Yeah. Um, and then they go to a bar yep. and Isaac's ex girlfriend is there. And we establish that he's single and that he is mm-hmm. not ready to mingle. He doesn't mm-hmm. like to date. He's a workaholic and he says, People like I'm such a master of the mind, basically, <laughs> that people just really stop surprising you, and I'm I just want to be surprised. Good. Yeah. Too well, good careful what you're rich for. What? Wish for. Careful Richard. what you're richer for. <laughs> um. Do you think anybody ever called him Dick? Was a nickname. Um. I saw an interview with him where he said that his dad used to call him Dicky, and then when he like turned 18, mm. he like went to the fridge and got a beer and was like, "I'm Richard now." <laughs> And that sometimes his dad would still call him Dicky, like way Aww. later, and he'd be like, "No, it's Richard." I'm Richard. Why your dad call you Dicky? That's I remember. Um, my grandma used to call me Sarah Bear, Aww. and I remember like when I was twelve, I was like, "That's don't call me that anymore." <laughs> and and now I'm like, "Why did I do that? You're an idiot." And so the other day, I left her a voicemail for her birthday, and I said, "Love Sarah Bear." Oh, that's cute. I want her to call me that again. My family used to call me Lisi. Mm. and leasers and cammy weirdly because my middle name is camilla not to give too much information about myself <laughs> don't look us up <laughs> um but they don't anymore they don't yeah. even call me <laughs> <laughs> i was so proud of that okay you go back to edit this and it's just two hours of dead air after you said that and <laughs> then you snap out of a fugue state okay so all of a sudden okay so then diana's sister heather comes by with very crinkled very blonde hair yes he's working in the complete dark in his office yes people often do in tv and movies and every time she comes in every time she goes to see him it's just like she just like appears basically she appears from the darkness yeah it's very much there's the whole thing of like a hitchcock's cool blonde is what they would always call them there's always a blonde lady who's just like icy and she is Mm -hmm. carbon copy of that yeah but yeah, for, he goes basically from the scene of being like, I'm just not interested in dating people to as soon as he sees her being like, well, I'm interested oh. in you. And it's like, she wasn't surprising you. She's just yeah. hot. Like, don't pretend yeah. like this is anything more yeah. than just thinking she's hot. Right. Um, but she shows up at his office and she tells him, basically, it's like our dad raped Diana, mm-hmm. who's Uma Thurman. Her name is Heather. Kim Basinger is Heather. Mm-hmm. Um. And so then he's like, well, we should 
that's good to know i guess yeah and then it cuts to another therapy session with diana nope yes nope he goes doesn't he go to his house that's or later no? okay um another therapy session with diana and she says that she has a gun and then it's heather's mm, gun and right. isaac is like uh do you think you that's a good have a gun idea for you and she's like whatever and so then he's like okay fine yes because i think he's still a little resistant to working with heather because he's like it seems like it's over boundaries like i don't need to be talking to your family yeah but then she shows up and he's like i don't know boundaries are <laughs> boundaries are that important boundaries and then when she's like also i have a gun he's like okay i need to talk to your sister yeah um so th- yeah that's when he shows that he goes home and okay. she's it's like raining it's she's raining like, he gets out of his car and she's like hi <laughs> she's like yeah, been he's there like, and he's not concerned about that no he's it's because like, she's hot he doesn't care you find me like how like like why are you here how long have you been waiting in the rain like no oh you must be cold can i get you a drink or i don't drink um yes. <laughs> his house is gorgeous by the way it's like a his house is bungalow very it's a very good like yeah. masculine but extremely well decorated also he always <laughs> plays a dude who has like a big old chunky stereo yeah i, w- I wonder if that's in his writer yeah, he's like give me a stereo of them <laughs> um yeah so then they end up going to dinner and um she tells him that he's married there's like chemistry um yeah so then she's she- like i have a husband yeah and um he's like you're not even wearing a ring bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> well the thing the she mentions not only is she married but she's married to a guy who's like she calls him a gangster she says a greek yeah. orthodox 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 gangster and yeah. he is like pretty dangerous and so he's like okay yeah. so i should stay away because you're married i should also stay away because your husband is a loose cannon Insane. so yeah. then they're like okay well i guess this is- and also like this is inappropriate because you're my patient's sister right. and they're like okay well bye-bye and then and then it cut to the- him in bed with a woman and it was such a harsh cut and like i was just like oh so he's just having like a one-night stand with like a rando <laughs> really? like because yeah because i was just like it was just like there was no until like i like until i saw it was her i was just like there was no like they were like okay goodbye and then like and then just like harsh cut i don't know I was that's just funny like, to me that? it was just like they were both clearly like okay well i guess this is it yeah. okay i guess this is it and it's like yeah, yeah right this is it you guys and then immediately it's like going i've been feeling fine baby so there's a little bit of that and then he's like it's like a cut now i don't know he's like sleeping yeah and she's over him and i was like how silly do actors feel when they have to <laughs> pretend to be sleeping because it's like he's facing the camera and it's just, just like right, 40 like- 43 year old man who's just like pretending <laughs> to be asleep like on his side like mm. it's just so so silly to me it is so silly also i saw a tiktok recently where there was just like isn't it weird how we just pretend like in order to fall asleep we have to pretend to be asleep <laughs> it's so true <laughs> it's like that's true i know it's really weird Sleep is bizarre anyways, if you think about it. I always say if yeah. aliens came down here and were like, they came in the middle of the night and they noticed that every single person was just laying in the dark, unconscious, like sometimes making weird noises and twitching. I feel like they'd be like, we're mm, trying to scream. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, on Freedom um paul tompkins and lauren lapkus were talking about how they both like were having dreams recently where they were like trying to scream but couldn't and how much it freaked out like their partners <laughs> i do that i have those dreams and it, yeah 
I mean, I don't have a partners, <laughs> but it freaks me I out. I have those dreams and I have those partners. When I wake up, I'm my freaked out partner. It's so weird. Yeah. It's very odd. Um, okay, so she tells them she tells him she's like fire. I have to she's yeah, she's like, I have to go home to my husband, but also I just need you to know that my dad died in a fire and the police suspected yeah. Diana of yeah. it. But I don't think she did it or something. She's like, I made it very clear it wasn't her, but it is just kind of like there's mysterious their dad there's more to this family going on with this woman so then she goes home to her high rise <laughs> and i wrote <laughs> she <laughs> she goes home to jimmy uh jimmy's a real jerk and then like sometimes i write those things before like the scene finishes mm-hmm. and i'm like oh no he's like way more than a jerk like he's like a sociopath <laughs> like a terrible he's kind of a jerk like, yeah he's like kind of a jerk like it's like no he like he like it seems like he rapes her repeatedly like in a yeah. relationship he's creepy he's abusive he's yeah he um is played by eric roberts um who's julia roberts older brother oh and he is in a lot of stuff kind of like he a, was in a voice he voiced didn't he voice like a cat or something in like something how did this get made yeah and, how did this about him? <laughs> yeah and they're like he's too big for this role like this is eric roberts he's yeah. he's julia roberts brother he's in a ton of movies he's like he's he's fun to watch he's like a yeah. good character actor he's but only he's, in like one scene with richard Gere in this that's true that's true he um i think he's emma roberts dad i think mm. i don't know um also somehow in that scene her hair is straight it's very so straight. i guess he <laughs> he <laughs> yes <laughs> because they they're like she's standing outside in the when she shows up at his house, her hair, she's in the rain. So, like, if you are a curly-haired woman, your hair gets curly in the rain. Then they go yeah. out to eat. Her hair is still curly. They stand outside. It's, like, foggy San Francisco. Her hair's curly. They have sex. Her hair gets straight. So, <laughs> figure that one out. It was so hot, and there was so much pressure. <laughs> so much pressure. <laughs> the, it straightened her hair. They didn't show the scene where he just, like, lovingly straightens her hair afterwards. <laughs> Like how Marilyn, a lot of Thirty Rock references state, like how mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin likes to French braid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Alec Baldwin, Kim Basinger. connected. <laughs> and this is a conspiracy. And that sounded like Michael McDonald. Okay. Um, <laughs> so she. Okay, so he's awful. Cuts to um, another therapy session with Diana Uma Thurman. Um, I wrote, he has good psychologist face. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> Oh, I'm concerned. Tell me more about that. He like makes yeah. a joke about that with Kim, uh, with Heather, where she's like, "How do you respond to people's problems?" And he's like, "You just repeat the last two words they said and phrase it as a question, like your mother." <laughs> <laughs> um, Diana is talking about her flower dream again, and she, but she's like, "This part was not good. Some of the writing I thought was, was very terrible. Actually, violence. The dialogue. Did I say yeah. violence? The last flower is violence. I mean violates. I mean violence. I mean, violence." <laughs> Did I say violence? <laughs> I had the dream again. I'm arranging flowers on a table as a centerpiece. I decorate the flower pot with fancy paper. The paper paper feels like velvet. There are three kinds of flowers. Lilies, carnations. And a third kind. Violence. Violence? I didn't say violence. What did you say? I said violates. I said, I said violence. Violence. They're just flowers. I once did floral arranging. Why does everything always have to be about sex? Okay. 
they needed to do another punch up on the dialogue in this movie. I think. They should have done a couple. I, I mean, yeah, it did feel a little bit hurried. Like, I feel like if they had just like maybe taken a little bit more, a few more passes on things, yeah. it would have been. And in some better. parts I thought he was good and other parts I'm like, is he bored right now? Like he was very yeah. low key and sometimes to the point of being a little boring, yeah. but not the whole time. Yeah. Like some, I don't know. It's kind of all over the place, but again, fun to watch. Yeah. Then he's with his then, colleague, right? He goes and talks to his coworker. Oh yeah, and then she floats. His coworker comes and talks talks to him, and then Heather floats into his office again, and she's like, "The receptionist just said I could come back," which I'm like, "There's who was running the operation here?" Also, she has no problem looking very thirsty. I no, I mean, I guess she's not playing games. So he's like talking to his colleague. I never catch that guy's name, but he's another doctor. Yeah, he's, he's one about, of the six characters in this. Yeah, he's talking about <laughs> Uma Thurman, and he's like, "I have this." patient she's an attractive seductive young woman i'm like i feel like that's an inappropriate way to describe your patient yeah. to somebody else, but also but i would like to be described that also way. please everyone start describing me as that and also <laughs> he clearly doesn't care about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate because clearly. also as soon as his co-worker leaves and it's just them alone i think the door is still open and they just start yeah. making out at work yeah and i was just like what? come on PDA in the workplace. For somebody who claimed to be disinterested in dated in dating, he got obsessed with her wrapped up real fast. And it like literally was just because she was hot at first. Yeah. So then they cut to Heather at a restaurant with Jimmy, right? Yeah. Right before that, Richard Isaac asks Ike asks Mike to check out Jimmy, (laughs) the gangster husband. But then it cuts to yeah, them at a restaurant. And a fancy restaurant with Heather and Jimmy, and they start, they're like bickering a lot. He's just being a real dick, and he's also like not letting her drink wine. Um, Which at first seems awful, and then it's kind of like, well, well, I guess I understand why, because she has, well, she takes several sips of her wine, and then she immediately starts getting weird. She starts smashing up her food, she goes to the bathroom, she starts yelling at him from across the restaurant. Yeah. Um, there is one part where he's just like they like we're bickering and then just get back to eating and he's like yeah what am i doing i'm just sitting here eating a pancreas yeah <laughs> look at me chewing on a pancreas a pancreas is a gland for christ's sake is that a food like is that a food people eat don't have fancy restaurant experience ever so i don't I know feel like but... fancy restaurants in the 80s and 90s were different too <laughs> yeah. pancreas um restaurant pancreas restaurant i'm gonna open a restaurant call it pancreas Can but it's gonna be a vegetarian restaurant pancreas can you eat animal pancreas yeah <laughs> is there like a name for that dish um grass-fed beef pancreas okay. uh, also known as sweetbreads that's right sweetbreads yeah, I remember learning about this. Um, what do you sweetbreads are like the, the pancreas, um, or like heart or stomach, um, are all like considered like sweetbread. You, I I would order sweetbreads at sweetbreads at a restaurant expecting like banana bread. Like I would think yeah. there would be like a glazed lemon <laughs> loaf coming my way, and then I'd be like, "Here's your pancreas." Yeah, but I don't know what it's it's probably called something like I don't know. Well, kind of like how like tripe isn't like sheep stomach, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, or haggis. Yeah. 
Thank you for your research. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, um, they take her to the doctor, to the hospital, mm-hmm. and the doctor's like, she has this thing called pathological intoxication, which I kept meaning to Google and see if it's real or not, because it sure doesn't sound real, where it's like the smallest. And it also sounds like something kind of hard to diagnose, and they're just like, here, and, or like that not many people would low, know a lot about. Yeah, which they kind of touch on in court, where it's like, there's no scientific evidence of this actually being a thing. But yeah. um, I guess lots of times mental issues mental disorders don't really have physical evidence um but anyways so like the smallest amount of alcohol can trigger it and conveniently the people that suffer from it often have no memory of the episodes (laughs) interesting Mm -hmm. it's it's on some like less um reputable sites they're like it's a thing but it was included so in the DSM one and DSM oh DSM two and DSM three, which is like a whole huge book of like all the disorders. Okay. It was included in there. But the most current one, I believe, is the DSM five. Um, like that just came out five years ago. And it's not included in that or the four. So it looks like they took it out of the official like Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Do you know, know that that's the more. book of disorders because you studied social work or did you just read that? Yes, I know that because of my what degree from Idaho University. <laughs> An Idaho University. South Idaho University. An Idaho. <laughs> um, okay, so then they go home and Jimmy's just mad at her for embarrassing him. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's awful. Then Isaac takes Heather on a date to a lighthouse slash cemetery, which really felt like there were a couple times where I was like, yeah, I relate Isaac where he's just like, I don't want to date. I'm just sick of people basically disappointing you. And I'm like, yeah, I get that Isaac. And then he takes a date to a cemetery. And I thought, yeah, Isaac, I really understand you. (laughs) I get it. I get it. Yeah. I like like their outfit. I was going to say, I like their outfits. Ah, yeah. Ah. She's wearing like a drapey, like, mm-hmm. shawly pink thing. And he's they look wearing. They very cool. They look great. They both have like black, big black sunglasses. He's wearing like light washed Levi's with like a yep. thick mock neck yep. sweater. It's good. Great. Um, They go to the lighthouse. Um, They're like crawling around the lighthouse. Uh, She drops her purse and he finds a metal rod. Yeah, and picks it up, and he's like, what is this? And she's like, it's just for protection. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a metal rod. And she's like, you never know. Lots what... of crazies out there. Yeah, there's crazy out there. And they're like, okay, whatever. Let's just make out on these stairs. And Very when they sitting there. I know, like, like backwards and like on whole... metal. Yeah. yeah. But he looked so big. Like, he looked, as she was, like, sitting next to him, like, he just looked so big, like a huge man. And he, like, rarely looks like large yeah I, I thought that a couple times too like he seemed very broad yeah. compared to her and it's and she's not like the most petite woman no like... she's not so maybe he really beefed up for this or this was his he was doing a lot of shoulder exercises i don't know but something i'm not mad about it yeah um his detective friend looks into who jimmy is and is he's um, dangerous yeah he's like he i would de- recommend ditching the girl Yes, but he's a smitten kitten, and he just can't. He's like, she's not the sort of girl you stop seeing. I what like I'm like at this point, have they known each other like three days? Like it, I don't feel like it's, it's been that long. I think they said like at one point they say that like it was a month ago when he first met her. So like their whole yeah. relationship up until when things go down is a month. Yeah, which is insane. And he is all in. Yeah, 
Um, he's at the same restaurant. Uh, Jimmy and Heather are out again with some friends. He's at the same restaurant as them, and he approaches the table. He just which like, I walks felt like by was, like, it and stares unfair at Unfair to her. Yeah, like, I was like, you're putting her in like a real bad situation here. Just don't blow up her spot. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, and her husband obviously notices. So he yeah. goes and finds isaac in the bathroom and is like bro looks like what are you looking at me you have a problem with me and he's like actually looking at your wife like feeling real feisty all right. of a sudden he's a little feisty boy but then the guy doesn't believe it he thinks that it's just yeah. like him talking shit and so he thinks he's like an agent or something like that and he says if you look at me again you'll lose your eyeballs which <laughs> i have a punch up for what richard could have said you'll have a hard time finding them because oh, <laughs> his eyes are so small <laughs> if you keep looking at me you're gonna lose your eyeballs Good luck finding them. <laughs> Let's do a remake. Okay. That's great. So Heather's like, I don't feel well, so I'm going to leave early. So she leaves by herself, and then Richard shows up and is like, let me give you a ride home. Which I thought this was, like, fully, like, her, like, being like, I want to go back with, like, I didn't think that she was, like, actually, like, sick. Me too. I was like, well, they're going to do it again. Yeah. They didn't. I was, like, getting ready for another little scene. <laughs> <laughs> Gearing on up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kicking it into high gear <laughs> i can't think of many others switching gears oh switching gears okay there we go <laughs> that'd be what his documentary would be called oh absolutely yeah so she's like yeah he's like can i give you a ride home and she's like yeah but can we stop at the pharmacy first so she shows her in her apartment by herself weirdly yeah with cough syrup she's just glug glug yeah. glug 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 and as she was doing that i was like oh shit she's gonna have another episode mm -hmm. i know this because i had a friend who at our unnamed religious university got kicked out because he was stealing cough syrup from the local grocery store and drinking it to get kicked so i know that it can't just the gross at that point just drink alcohol it's that's so gross you and can't so buy expensive. alcohol there and he didn't have a it, car oh you, yeah you can go you can get beer at the gas station at the very but then you might well, he was people too that you stupid. Know. yeah and he wasn't yeah. old enough he was like just out of high school okay yeah there you go <laughs> um uh. <laughs> Anyways, so then her husband is home and very aggressively, like he's in the bathtub, he's he very aggressively, aggressively bathing. opens a towel and it's like snap. Uh, and he, I don't like, like a man in a tub. I've decided I don't like it. I don't like seeing a man in a tub. What about I... in Pretty Woman? <laughs> he's being cradled like a little he's being happy baby. I, I didn't love that. I yeah. might be I might be saying I might have said something different. At the no, time, you didn't. We but, both were like, it's okay. very it's sweet, but it is not attractive. I just a man stewing in his own juices is like just not. A, it's like the same thing as like when men exclaim things. It's just like, yeah, he can do it if he wants to, but I don't want to be a part of it. I don't just want to throw in a tub. Um, speaking, I just have seen so much of leftovers and there's like many scenes where he's like crawling out of a bathtub and you see his butt. That's OK. <laughs> You're fine with <laughs> but that. But he's not in the tub he's crawling out of the tub we did see some we saw richard's butt in this movie it's we been a did. while since there's been any for a while that he was doing a, a lot of nudity yeah. and then he stopped extreme nudity extreme um so he gets out of the bathtub and for some reason starts lecturing her about taking care of her body and then she kills yeah. him which i feel like is a good response to somebody <laughs> lecturing you about <laughs> Taking care your body. Of body she kills yeah. him with a dumbbell and i noticed i've seen this before and i didn't notice the first time around but this time i did notice she had a glove on when she was grabbing for the dumbbell mm. and that could be like oh she just just came in from outside but i think smart i She's think smart we'll find this. out there's yeah. another purpose for that so she Poipus. 
Oh, another note I made is that Richard really resembles that dog the most in this movie. You know that thing a while ago where there's a picture of oh, the dog yeah. and everyone's like, why does this dog look like Richard Gere? This is the <laughs> most he's ever looked like that dog. Yes. He's shaggy. Handsome dog, but a dog yeah. nonetheless. A dog nonetheless. <laughs> um, yeah. So she grabs the thing. He She hits him in the head a few times. Yeah. And he falls into the tub. And there's a shot like just... inside the bathtub of his head falling. It was a pretty in cool shot. Blood. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. It's this whole thing is shot very theatrically, very dramatically, very. I love it's so Purposely. fun. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then, next scene is Isaac literally running to jail, and he meets Uma, who is yep. much taller than him. Much. Like much. So is she? Yeah. Hold on. Let's see. She's tall. How tall is Uma Thurman? Elise is asking her neighbor. Five foot eleven. Okay. So we had decided he's five foot ten. So maybe we were yeah. wrong about that. Maybe five she's wearing nine. heels. Yeah. Maybe he's five I don't know. nine. We it's constant going back and forth between five nine, five ten. I bet he's five nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes in. This is what keeps Elise up at night. This is literally why I am can't sleep. Um she he goes in and he sees Kim Basinger. What's her name? Heather. And she's like, I just snapped. Like, something happens when I drink and I can never remember. Very convenient. Yeah. He talks so softly in this whole yeah. movie. Not Like, first I thought it was just when he talked to her. But it's like he starts whispering at yeah. some point. He doesn't stop. He just whispers. Yeah. So quiet. Um, so Mike, he hires Mike as her lawyer. And they mm-hmm. don't know where the dumbbell is. The dumbbell is not anywhere. And so yeah. they're, Mike is like, cool, let's keep it that way. Yeah, they're building a case. Yeah. And Ike is like, hey, Mike, I need to tell you, I'm the last person who saw her. I dropped her off. And that's it. And he's like, did anybody see you? And he's like, no. And then he's like, then the lady right. went home alone. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it that way. Which um, don't lie. Like, I know. It always comes back. I Just know. be honest. Because when you lie, it seems like you're hiding something. Right. And yeah, so much of the time too, I just think about how it would crumble if like a detective asked me any questions, like I would tell them about anything I've ever, (laughs) even like if they're just like, Hey, have you seen a dog down here? I'd be like, me, a dog. Hmm. I've seen the dogs before, but no, no, no. Like like, all these people in all these shows are always just so cold. They're like, yeah, what can I do for you? It's like, that's that's like, like, I don't know. It's like, if there's somebody with authority talking to me, I immediately get so nervous. I need to tell them anything. Like, and I don't want anything to be constantly. This goes for servers. This goes for receptionists. This goes for salon, like getting my hair cut. Yeah. Still, when I go to the doctor, if they're like, do you have any allergies? I'm always like, I mean, I sneeze a lot in the grass. Like, they're like, (laughs) do you, are you allergic to medication? And I'm like, I have hay fever. Like, I just, (laughs) I get so scared. Sometimes cotton is too scratchy on my skin. (laughs) One time I went to Copenhagen and I was really allergic to the pollen they had there. So I don't know if that helps you. Like, never mind. <laughs> Get out of here. We can't help you. Um, so it's a pretty short, like, court sequence. Um, I felt like it went on forever. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh. Wow. Wow. Um, but there's, like, not too... Not too much. I didn't feel like it was like too like nail bitey. Like, is she gonna get off? I I don't know. No, it was like... and it was interesting. I always like a courtroom mm-hmm. scene. I think it's fun to watch. Basically, their thing is like, well, they get the um coworker to testify yes. because he has experience with the whole pathological intoxication thing. It makes me feel so smart every time I say that phrase because <laughs> it's so many syllables. 
Um, and I keep saying it right, and I'm just really proud. The mark of a smart person. Yeah, syllables. Being able to say lots of syllables. <laughs> so they have him testify. He's so nervous to do yeah. it. Sort of like how we just described, how we get. Yeah. He was really nervous. I feel like I would have been a little sweatier than he was. But besides yeah. that, I think oh, I really relate to how he was. Yes. Um, and it turns out she, and they have like another doctor in to be like, pathological intoxication isn't real, but she's and she's only seen two wrong. people. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, there was a point where I was like, does this movie hate women or does it get, is it just giving them interesting parts? Mm, yeah. <laughs> because there wasn't a single woman who wasn't like either conniving and like very like lots of lies and, and trickery or, or the other ones wrong. Yeah. And like, and like mean about it. Like there were like two yeah. different, there was a lawyer and a yeah. doctor and both of them were yeah. just like, eh, excuse me. Like, Ugh, yeah. very unpleasant most people like there were pleasant people in this movie but they were all men and i just kind of thought yeah that's but true. i also appreciate that kim basinger and uma thurman both weren't just like because oftentimes it's just like they're three dimensional or cardboard cutouts or, or like, they're like they're, being like told what to do by a man yeah and no backstory like, it's like there's a man them. who's there's like no dimension running the show yeah yeah but they had that so it's like i don't know hard to say hard to say hard to say um so she gets off and she also gets acquitted um <laughs> And then he finds out the truth. Um, well, before that, though, mm-hmm. she gets sent to like a mental hospital yeah. instead of jail because she right. has this thing and who knows when it's going to hit and blah, blah, blah. So he's and like, she has to go like to be observed for like a yeah. certain amount of time before she can go back into the public. Yeah. And they have like, there's going to be an evaluation committee that will like determine whether or not she can go back out. And he's yeah. like, I'll get myself on that committee. And I'm like, surely yeah. that's not allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he. <laughs> Yeah, no ethics. He, I mean, he he's Richard Gere. He knows that he can get on any committee that he wants any to. Any committee he wants to. Um, yeah. But yeah, but then he goes to a conference and That's a right. woman is describing some a thing that Freud talks about. And he uh, Freud flowers. talks about this dream with a woman having a dream about arranging flowers. And all of a sudden there's a light bulb moment where Isaac is like... He runs out dramatically. He runs out and then he just goes and finds that exact same thing in a book at the library. Also, though, shouldn't he have known this already? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, Freud. Sir. I feel like that's psychology right. 101. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they couldn't just, like, have the woman explain it. Like, the woman who's teaching the seminar, he's like, no, I gotta go see it in a book. Like Her word's not good enough because she's a woman? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Richard. Uh. So, in this, he, like, finds, like, it's the exact thing that Diana has been saying yeah. to him. So that's actually not genuine. She's making it up. And then he and finds so out like, that Heather's on. been going to the courthouse for, like, a year yeah. and observing him. Because his, kind of his specialty is temporary insanity. Yeah. He knows that. And then he finds out that she lied. She, earlier, she was like, well, I'm not even the benefactor from the insurance policy. Yeah. It turns out she lied his about that. His brother is. His yeah. brother's Because his brother died two years ago. Interesting. And she is the benefactor. It's getting interesting. So then he's like, he realizes what's happening here. And yeah. this is the first twist, which is that Heather is totally freaking guilty. And she yes. actually planned all this. Planned all of this. So he did this surprise you? um i felt like uh, a little bit i felt like there was something and i couldn't tell if it was i couldn't know it was bad acting on the part of uma thurman or bad acting on the part of diana yeah but i was like there's something going on here like with this like setup so yeah something was a little shifty so he goes and confronts her yes and he's like why are you doing this like don't tell me it was just for money i need it to be something more interesting than that which is i actually was thinking about that later and i'm like that is actually really 
like that tracks that's a good little yeah. character thing that he's like a psychologist and he's like please yeah. have it be because you like need a revenge on somebody or yeah. something just don't have it yeah. be about money it yeah. is a lot of money though it's four million buckaroos yeah i do it for four million bucks <laughs> hit elise up if you need someone whacked yes this is when things start getting kind of complicated plot wise because he's like this is how i found out diana told me which is not true diana didn't tell him and heather's like uh she wouldn't do that and he's like "Uh uh-huh and she's like guess what your fingerprints are on the dumbbell remember that thing i dropped out of my purse so don't fuck with yeah that's what she says and he's like yeah so he the detective confronts him and he's like guess what isaac i know you did it because she basically is like listen you're gonna be seeming like you're guilty for this and then immediately the detective's like you're guilty i smell guilt tells him don't yank my dick which made me laugh (laughs) yes (laughs) it made her laugh because it's her favorite thing to do (laughs) um okay so then he's like uh what do i do here so then he but the detective uh, does mention without a murder weapon he absolutely can't do anything so it's like very yeah. important that that dumbbell does not resurface we gotta we gotta figure out where this dumbbell is yeah. he comes up with a little plan <laughs> well there's a scene with just the two sisters and it's like oh, yeah clearly now we realize they've been in on this together the whole time but they start there's like little cracks in there i like when people do like yeah. devious plans in movies but like human emotion gets in the way and like there's cracks in it i just always think that's fun to watch yeah diana yeah. clearly has a crush on her therapist this whole time and so yeah. heather's kind of like what did you tell him what happened because he told me you did and she's like no i swear he didn't and she's like you have feelings for him though and so she's like if i go down you go down with me yeah and so they're like okay we have to persuade ike to drop this mm-hmm. um and then is this when he tricks her he comes back and says, yeah. lets her know that, like, he's like, okay, the DA is going to come and, like, talk to you about what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like don't you know about Double Jeopardy? And yeah, he's that's like, right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it. Sure. <laughs> I do. saw the Ashley Judd movie. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he brings what he says are two DAs to talk to her. And so she's, like, very convincingly, like, Isaac did it. Like, he followed me in there and he just killed him. And then he ran away, but blah, blah, blah. And my sister's going to corroborate everything. Her sister, joint Diana, comes in halfway through all this. Um, and she's just going off about, like, how, like, her whole, you know, the whole framing plan. Um, and then she's like, and my sister has the evidence. And her sister brings a briefcase. And it's these drawings that one of his clients did of, like. Of him as the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's no dumbbell in there. And Heather's like what and she flips out out. which makes her look even crazier it turns out those guys are actually doctors not da guys and he told them that she has a psychosis and that makes her because she's they're like oh my gosh she thought we were we were da people Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah because he told her that so all of a sudden he's the mastermind yep (laughs) he was a little sneak a little sneak i didn't think he had it in him but no he did he did it was really clutch that her sister did that though yeah it was he used his masculine wiles to get her on his Prowess. side. Yeah. Yes. Um, Diana has started dressing like Heather. She's wearing a lot of blazers. And then all of a sudden she pops up with her hair. Like she got extensions. Extensions. <laughs> yep. Yep. She meets him for like lunch and he's like, oh, your hair. She's like, I got extensions. <laughs> Which is what I would do too. Um yeah, it's crazy. That's like easily like four hundred dollars worth of hair. Yeah, I bet it was like, just a wig. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it's probably just the same um, wig they gave Kim Basinger. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. He's like, we can't see each other anymore, even professionally. But I need you to give me that dumbbell. And he really should have said, give me that dumbbell first. But... Yeah. Yeah. He's not so smart there. Yeah. Um, she's like, I threw it into the river or into the bay. And he's like, okay. And again, I'm like, oh, why are you so stupid that you would believe that? Stop but believing these women. Does Don't it? believe women. Don't believe women. <laughs> Sarah Greth. <laughs> So then all of a sudden the return of Pepe, Pepe, yep. mm-hmm. um, and he follows her after they have that dinner. And it turns out she goes right back. She goes mm-hmm. to Heather mm-hmm. and they freaking. Well, wait, they switch a route. Oh, did you say that already? Well, she goes to visit Heather and then they freaking oh, switch places. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. It was sorry. coming yes. out of my mouth. I'm sorry. I'm, no, sorry. No, I'm totally... sorry. I thought you were it's like, okay. I thought we were talking about him following her um, after from the thing. No, but... sorry. 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 Sorry, um, sorry, sorry. So they switch places. There's this. Okay. There's the one shot where Heather's like, wait, I know what we can do. And it's like a shot of the women's bathroom. I think yeah. to be like, we can go in there and switch. But there is a woman carrying children outside the bathroom that it focuses on that I thought was Meryl Streep. She looks exactly <laughs> like Meryl Streep. I was Googling, is Meryl Streep in this movie with a weird cameo? She's not. But why do they focus? They focus on that mother and daughter so long. That's why like, I thought it was Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really funny if she just like was like an extra in this. Well, in, weirdly, Gary Oldman is an extra in this. Really? Yeah, because he and Uma Thurman were married. Oh wow! She That's called that fun. marriage a mistake. That's not fun. <laughs> I wonder how because. You would think that they wouldn't allow the patients to use the, the guest bathroom. Yeah, but like you have to go outside security to do that. But. So I don't know how they did this, but it was us. a cool scene when it shows up and you see Diana walking like back to like the rooms with like in the hospital garb and yeah, it's like <gasps> she yeah. switches sides so many times because i do think she was on richard's side yeah. i mean she was because she didn't bring the murder weapon like this is not a long con she just keeps switching <laughs> her allegiances i think she just like she doesn't have anyone and so i think she like whoever's like, nicest her sister, to her until like her sister was like you i'm gonna take you down too and then she's like oh. and then richard's like help me i'm nice yeah yeah and then and he's then like i'm not nice i'm dumping he's like you. i don't yeah and she's like yeah it's kind of sad um and then yeah, so she Heather is now out of the hospital and she gets into a taxi. She's like the terminator at this point. Like just <laughs> determined, determinatored. She determinated. can't <laughs> She's just like stomping around. She goes, yep. gets the dumbbell from Diana's house. She yep. puts it in a paper bag, which I'm like, that would rip through the bag. <laughs> yeah, really really dumb choice. Get get a cloth tote, please. Yes. Um she calls the detective. <laughs> she oh no first of all though i really like this scene so pepe's still following her and he she gets on like one of those streetcar things the trolley (laughs) that they have in san francisco and she's just hanging off the side of it with her bag so he gets on one going the opposite direction and when they pass he just snatches it from her and she's like the old trolley surprise trolley snatch Um, also, on the back of the trolley, there was an ad for Rice-A-Roni, which the old Rice-A-Roni commercials, like, had the trolley, the Rice-A-Roni, <gasps> the San Francisco treat, and, like, it was always end with a trolley, and, I, like, there was an ad for Rice-A-Roni on the back of the trolley. I was like, oh, it's a real thing. Wow. Oh, man, I haven't had Rice-A-Roni since, like, college. Yeah, same. Ooh. Probably. Unless now I want some. fed it to me unknowingly. <laughs> um, okay, so then Heather... 
no pepe steals the dumbbell and then he goes to a warehouse <laughs> for some reason i don't know why he goes to a warehouse yeah. and he calls ike and he's like okay so why does got pepe it. have to help is it because he owes the doc one is it because like there's no other characters in this movie that can, like... i think so i think they were just like oh this is a guy who like knows how to follow people because he's had a light life of crime not dangerous yeah. crime but crime and so he could do this and also he's loyal to the doctor because the doctor helped turn his life around i think it was supposed to and richard here doesn't have any other friends he doesn't have a single other friend so that's who he, that's what, yeah so he goes to the warehouse he calls the doctor and he'll he's like i'll be right there and then heather shows up and yeah she pops him pops him she shoots him and then she calls good. the detective and was like hi i have the murder weapon for you finally and he's like okay meet me at a very scenic spot where you can see the yeah. golden gate bridge in the background yeah and and so she's on her way there yeah. and Richard, um, shows Richard up. arrives at the warehouse and Pepe's like, this is where she's going <laughs> about 20 <laughs> minutes ago. I'm like, this is a good friend. Yeah. Pepe lives, by the way. That's good. I'm glad yeah. he didn't have to die. That is nice. Um, so Ike is like, okay, I'm going to go down there. He takes this like weird old timey ambulance. <laughs> yeah. How fast can you get me there? And then he pays him. He's like, fast. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it belonged in like pushing daisies, that little yeah. ambulance. So he shows up right as Heather is like walking across this marina. I really liked this part too. Yeah. The detective to hand him the dumbbell. And I'm like, what's he going to do? Like, how's he possibly, even once he gets there, what's the, yeah. how's this going to be fixed? And then he, so he runs up just in time and he grabs the dumbbell. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like, oops. Oops. Guess I, <laughs> I shouldn't have, have touched, touched it. <laughs> and the detective was like you son of a (laughs) yeah it was good and so then and then she pulls out a gun and she's like get Um, in the car yeah and then they're driving like into the night i mean it's like the thing is is, like it was daytime when they were at the thing (laughs) the lighthouse isn't that far away it's pitch black like midnight all of a sudden (laughs) yeah it's stormy raining yeah the car here so many angles so many like shadows like pictures of just like her walking up the stairs but you don't see her shadow car goes off the road uh he runs into the light that part looks so silly to me because it's like (laughs) he just like scrambles he's (laughs) he's like being a little scramble boy um and in the lighthouse he's like it was actually you who like had to endure all that stuff in your childhood and like get raped by your father and it was you who killed him and like she's like you're right she almost comes um, around he almost because he's like there was something real between us because you told me the yeah. truth about what your dad did and she's like <gasps> and then she's the spell's right. broken and she tries to kill him again because the spell's broken because of the detective who yells and the detective was no help at all in this he whole didn't do scene anything helpful he no. did everything bad at the very he, like, end but even then, Richard Gere still broke the window. Like, Richard Gere, like, go down the window. And then, like, the guy's not going. And then he, like, anyway. Um, <laughs> so um, they're up at the top of the lighthouse. Richard Gere has, like, loosened some of the bolts. Well, like that part got loose when they were there on their date. They were leaning up yeah. against it. And it got kind of loose and it scared them. So I guess he remembered that. This is a bad lighthouse. This is a lighthouse that can't withstand the storm. Yeah, don't like, take dates there. Yeah, this is, like, a unsafe building that's supposed to be, like, very durable. Yeah. <laughs> And the the little thing that they're standing on, he falls. Like, it falls. And it he falls. Goes, yeah, gives out. And she you're falls. like, oh, no, Richard. She falls to and her then death. He the shot grabs is very... Her, he grabs her ankle and pulls her. Oh, that's right. He pulls her to yeah. her death. And that shot was insane. That was like a that weird was Disney straight fall. up vertigo. That was... Yeah. That was... I think they did She's that on like, purpose ah. because it looked exactly like when somebody i don't know if yeah. you've seen vertigo so i want to spoil i have it. not it's so, so good you should see it it also takes place in san francisco like this whole movie was 
a lot of vertigo shades. Yeah, so she falls to her death. And then, and he, then he's hanging on for dear life. He, he has a and arm catches strength. himself. Like, so many times it almost seemed like it was parody. Like, it was like, yeah. I'm falling. Oh, I caught myself on this part. Well, this part's falling, but now I'm going to catch myself on this scaffolding. It's like no. that scene in um, Hot Rod where he just is falling down the hill, like, for <laughs> seven minutes. Yes. Totally. He does have a lot of arm strength, though, I guess. I guess that's yeah. where the big shoulders came from. Yeah. Um, And he's like, okay. The detective's like, how can I help? He's like, go to the window. And then, like nothing happens so their Richard kicks in the window <laughs> and like goes to the window and then like the guy kind of helps pull him inside i'm sure richard could have done it himself oh if, absolutely um that guy hadn't been there um i thought it was gonna end there because that's how these movies were going mm-hmm. but this one has like multiple wrap-up scenes yes they're at the courthouse mm-hmm. diana is being tried gets, as an accomplice yeah. i guess but she gets off. Yeah, but then it may sound like she did it because they're like the reporters are like, Diana, how do you feel about the not guilty verdict? And then Mike, the best friend, is like, I guess you should have hired me as a lawyer. And I'm like, but they just said not guilty. Yeah. Not guilty for Richard? Yeah. Was he being tried? They didn't make that clear. Listen, one it was a little bit confusing, but what we do know is that she's not in jail because she the very last the scene end, yeah is <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> and she's at dinner um i feel like i'm giving like a talk in church and you're like you can do it you can (laughs) say more (laughs) um and uh she's like he's like she's like the first thing you should know about me is i'm an only child (laughs) and like then she takes the longest her name is heather oh that's her sister's name that's right and then she drinks like this this is literally how long like they they cheered she's like i really shouldn't have alcohol but i guess i can have one sip and then she this is i'm gonna do a complete enactment of how long she takes that sip and looks at him okay <laughs> i guess they can have one sip <laughs> and a little bit longer than that it was a really long it was a really long scene and then that's yeah. it and then the credits roll yep so it was good it's fun <laughs> It was fun. It's a fun one. I I think I've just gotten so dumb that I really I enjoy the majority of the reason why I enjoyed it is because I just only had to keep track of like six people <laughs> and one of them died. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was pretty um, early on, so I didn't have to even like keep track of him. Helpful. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like I've said this before. I love noir. I love all those vibes. It's really fun. I don't really mm-hmm. have very much trivia. There wasn't that much on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did read somewhere that he's wearing a lot of Armani again. <laughs> Oh, Every time he's wearing a suit. It's Armani. Um, okay, Mister. Okay, Mister. I already said the Gary Oldman cameo. I mean, honestly, that's kind of all I have. I did take some screenshots of some. <laughs> I was sorry. I was typing down the title of the movie so I could write down your rating, and I typed in Fatal Attraction. Well, that it's compared to Fatal Attraction a lot in these reviews because yeah. they're like, oh, this movie thinks women are as terrible as Fatal Attraction does, <laughs> which I, I mean, we already talked about that. Yeah. It is kind of like, yeah, they're all, they all seem to be untrustworthy and bad, but also at least they have something to do. Yeah. And I think it is a little misogynistic, but um, I mean, no, but that's period. <laughs> it is a little misogynistic. But period. But period. Um, so I have more reviews where people dunk on Richard Gere. <laughs> There's a bunch of reviews on, you know, like IMDb compiles reviews from Metacritic and one of the reviews I clicked on that was like one of the good reviews is actually for No Mercy. It's not even for this movie. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but it's, here's just a, a variety of 
of snippets from things where people are being mean about Richard Gere. This one is from Variety. And they said, the greatest hurdle for some viewers may be getting past the idea of Gere as a respected psychiatrist. And the intellectual side of his character is shortchanged. That one is a pretty light dunk. They just said, you can't really see him as a respected psychiatrist, which I don't know. Which is fine. I mean, I thought he did a good job. Um, Entertainment Weekly said, it's not predictable. It's not even really implausible. I mean maybe a little bit but it says it's a methodical piece of middle grade trash <laughs> I, gosh it says the picture is like hitchcock without the spryness and the wit you feel as on you're on you feel as if you're on a guided tour of a thriller look over there it's the courtroom scene and over there's the double cross mm-hmm. and over there is the femme fatale which i can kind of I see kind of see that yeah and i do feel like it is missing the wit like it just yeah they needed somebody else to do the dialogue <laughs> yeah yeah the storyline I thought was good, but they the storyline was great, and I still liked better. it. But yeah, um, the same review says calls the two leads rather bland, but says mm-hmm. they do seem less bland than usual. <laughs> What's that Here mean? is a guy so focused on other people's thoughts he seems dissociated from his own. Basinger works hard to act luminous and unstable, but she remains a fundamentally unexciting actress. <laughs> mean, uh, Roger Ebert said the movie was bafflingly complex i don't really think that's true roger (laughs) if i'm not baffled by it you shouldn't be (laughs) yeah he said it's the kind of movie that's a lot more fun to look at than to think about but maybe that's the point and i do kind of think that is the point like it's it's an entertainment movie it's not it's not one of the think about it movies yeah um Austin Chronicle said, at least Basinger gets better as she gets going, but Gear reverts to that shell-shocked acting, acting style he adopts when lost at sea. He cannot be blamed. Not only are all the characters unredeemable, but it's impossible to figure out whether his easily hoodwinked shrink is a victim or the most manipulative player of them all. Hmm. This movie is so cynical and so evil that it would inspire despair okay. if it were not so incompetent. All right, settle down. <laughs> goodness i don't think it's evil i do think that i guess that is a little inconsistent that at first he's very stupidly tricked into this but actually i think it's just kind of like you can easily be tricked into believing things from somebody that you want to believe them from and then once he was like oh my gosh i was so stupid then he really brought his a game yeah i agree i agree um this i think it's the new york times said gears silky smug ways exile him from our concern when the tables are turned on him he's not sympathetic just a desperate little man trying to lie and connive his way out of an awkward situation (laughs) but i do like them calling him silky i feel like yeah that's kind of a good adjective that is a good adjective that's it for all the quotes um okay a couple trivia things though originally this was supposed to be set in new york city but Mm. it was changed because there was a union strike so they choose they chose san francisco because it's got a lot of character i like i like it being in san francisco i do too a lot um this is a second movie where kim basinger basinger kim basinger plays somebody who has psychotic intoxication syndrome (laughs) oh my gosh for something that's like not even maybe real right the other one was a comedy though with bruce willis nice um also kim basinger was nominated at the mtv movie awards for get this category most desirable female oh my it's the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh, I hope, wonder how many years they ran that. I don't know, but I'm glad it doesn't exist anymore. By the way, she lost to Linda Hamilton for Terminator 2. <laughs> and, she, okay, it was nominated for three Razzies. Worst wow. actress, worst picture, and worst screenplay. Wow, my goodness. Crazy. Um, what do you give him on the Gray Fox scale? In this the Silver one? Fox? Silver Fox. Silver Fox. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> what do you give him on the beige fox scale? <laughs> I think I'm going to give him a three. Wow. Just that that's 0.25 above King David. I'm going to give him a 3.5. <laughs> okay. That's 0.25 down from power. Really? I give him yeah. a four in that? You give him a three. Okay, fine. He gets a four. He gets a four in this? He gets a 3.75. Okay, 3.75. Yeah, yeah. All right. Same as power. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I give him like a, I think I give him like a three. Yeah. Like this is, this is hard because this is like prime year. Like this is like prime era. era. Yeah. Era, era. Era, um, era, era. <laughs> but his hair is not good. But his hair is bad in this. And he's talking so quiet. <laughs> yeah, he's a quiet little he's so quiet gentle. man. Gentle boy. <laughs> but he is a, um, he's a psychiatrist. I love the jobs. I love these movies where it's like about people who have jobs that make them like kind of rich i don't know where they just like have a very comfortable lifestyle and they just have like Mm -hmm. they're like really good at their careers it's like in gigolo (laughs) yeah exactly should we do bingo yes i'm just what did you say three 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 all right uno dos tres okay we got a free space for a kiss that was definitely that steal someone's girl yes (laughs) shirt off yes pants off um <laughs> off. remember that show what pants off dance off no it was a show um, stephanie tanner hosted it oh my god! and gosh. people would just like strip and dance <laughs> what she was like this was like during her like rebellious years wow. i guess what channel was it on yeah. i think maybe spike sounds okay. like a spike that show. sounds like spike yeah. um physical fight yes yeah mm. no i don't think so no. Um, yeah. character is kind of a dick. No. No, he's pretty sweet. Yeah. Sex scene. Yeah. Hector oh, Elizondo. Yeah. No. <laughs> Lives in an unrealistically nice place. No. Well, nowadays, nice. yeah, there's no way anybody yeah. would be able to afford, like, that beautiful giant house. Yeah. yeah. It would be, like, $10 million. <laughs> but for what he was doing at the time. Yeah. And San Francisco hadn't busted yet. Exactly. Busted. Um, old man glasses. No. Elise has no. already seen it. Yes. Yes. Sarah's already seen it. No. Nice scene with children. No. They really could have thrown that in for us. They really could have had a scene with him, like, counseling. Volunteering. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Relates to John Travolta. Does it? Nope. No. I can't see John Travolta in this role. Mm-mm. Uh, no. <laughs> um, He's a meathead. Temper tantrum. No. He keeps us cool. He's a little bit against, like, he played just kind of like a guy with a little, like, bravado and, like, meanness for a lot of movies. And he's pretty, pretty nice in this one. Yeah. A little bit against type. Um, plays an instrument. Mm-mm. No. That's but it. he wanted to, though. This one has very few bingo spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Probably we started off strong. And then we took a dive. Yeah. Um, I don't have a would you rather for this one. You would think with all the hair, I would. Would you? Oh wait, would you rather have Richard this summer? Would you rather have Richard Gere's hair or Heather's hair? In the humidity. Yeah, I'd rather have Heather's because at least you can put it in a ponytail. There's no getting that mop off his neck. I don't know if you neck. can put that in a ponytail. <laughs> I don't know if that would fit. So much hair. Oh, yeah, that's true. You you'd have to like do like some weird like clipping. Yeah. What would you rather? I guess hers. <laughs> now that I think about it. But I would close. love to see you with his haircut. <laughs> yeah everyone would 
Um, what's something that you're going to apply to this week that from this movie? Um, I am going to try to trap more men into believing I have a hokey diagnosis <laughs> where I... I'm going to get a wig, a blonde wig that's very long mm. and curly. I'm going to start going by Heather. I'm going to get rich men to take me out. I'm going to say, oh, I shouldn't have any drinks. So, okay, just one. So then basically I the whole murder movie. murder them. <laughs> then You're going to do the whole movie. steal their money. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, that's ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe in you. Thanks. Um, I, I'm going to, when people tell, ask me why I don't drink, I'm going to tell them that it's because I have, <laughs> and I can't even say, you, you know it all, you, you run it off your tongue all the time. What do you say? Shoot. What's it called? <laughs> oh no. I put you on the spot. Oh no. Oh no. Psycho. Pathological intoxication. Path- yeah. When they're like, oh, do you want to drink? I'm like, oh no, I don't drink. I have pathological intoxication. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I'm, that's that my is, new that reason. Will, I'm going to start doing that because I feel like that will make me interesting and I could use yes. some intrigue. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, next week we are doing Summer's Bee and we will have a very special guest. <laughs> First time ever. <laughs> it's a famous person. No, we're flying not. her it in. Is. We're flying <laughs> her in from across the country. <laughs> and I think that we're going to record in person. I think we are. Which That'll will be, be the great. first time that we do that in this yes. podcast. Thrilled. So that'll be good. Um, cool. Well, I'm really excited for that. Um, I really like this movie. I like doing this podcast with you. And um, oh, we man. love you, our fans. We love <laughs> fellow our gearheads. Huge, our fanatics. Our <laughs> fellow, <laughs> fellow gearheads. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> our <laughs> fan- fanatics. Our, our devoted. <laughs> um, we should start sharing um, a picture of Richard Gear that we find each week and we can call it our this week's dick pick dick pick they're oh that's trick. such a good idea <laughs> maybe i will start an instagram i mean why not why not what else um, do i have to do move <laughs> Ooh. and get your second shot gosh next time that we talk to you we're gonna have both shots yeah new apartment oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my all right gosh. i'm gonna go make lemon cookies all right everybody um, goodbye Thanks everyone Hey everyone, welcome to Gearheads, the podcast where I alone, Sarah Grether, talk about Richard Gear movies. Um, I have destroyed my co-host. She is no. Oh shit. Okay. I'm your number one boy. <laughs>